right, we are live. Wrestling Informant Radio, WrestlingInformant.com, Periscope.tv, TuneIn.com, you name it, we're live. What's up? Saying hello to all you guys there in the uh, chat room on the Periscope. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. My name is Gary Cantrell. I'm here every week, folks, broadcasting to you live from the D.C. area. And joining me, this is for the new people, by the way, uh, and joining me all the way from St. Louis, Missouri, the great uh, wingman, Chris McManamy. Chris, how you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm doing excellent. Uh, we want to welcome everybody to Wrestling Informant Radio. We're here every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern on Periscope and on WrestlingInformant.com, WrestlingInformant247.com. Tune in everywhere you get us. And if you miss any moment of this show, you can always go to our tune-in page. You can go to our uh, Stitcher page. You know what? I'm just going to make it real simple. Go to our Twitter. We have everything there. Go to our WrestlingInformant.com. We have everything there. Yep. That's much easier. (laughs) WrestlingInformant.com. Boom. It's all there. Exactly. Speaking of everything there, real quick before we get started, folks, uh, I shop at Amazon. Chris shops at Amazon. I'm guessing the people you, I'm pointing at you guys on the Periscope. I know you guys shop at Amazon. WrestlingInformant.com slash Amazon. Buy some stuff and help support the website it's really that simple and mash the hearts on a periscope that's free that helps us out too so uh welcome how are you this week chris i'm doing great doing just great excellent excellent uh i'm doing i'm doing well as well many Good. things i wanted to discuss uh tune in la or uh, tune in <laughs> tough enough last night <laughs> i want to get into that tune in tough enough they're very similar yet not quite same difference. Yeah, I guess so. John Cena. Let me tell you something about John Cena, man. This guy looks like nothing happened. If you watch uh, Tune In, or there we, there wow, I go again. You did it again. It's the same thing again. <laughs> if you watched Tough Enough last night, you saw John Cena, and I gotta tell you, man, the guy looked like. I mean, people call him Super Cena. That's that's a real that's a real life gimmick right there, man. Because my God, he looks great. So he's looking like a million bucks, like nothing happened. Exactly. Wow. He looks like a million bucks. People saying, "Don't spoil it. Don't worry. I won't. I'm not gonna reveal who got eliminated. I'm just telling you, John Cena was there. Yeah, we don't, we we don't do spoilers here. We try not to. Um, I hope we're all safe to talk about. We'll talk about that. Well, uh, Raw's been three days, two days, so we're good. Yeah. I would think most people have watched Raw by now, right? Yeah, because it's already hit Hulu too, even so. Yeah, yeah, it's it's already on Hulu. Um, but the uh, the tough enough. The only thing I will say about uh, Tough Enough is that uh, I feel like the show has gotten a, a little bit better as we go went along. It was kind of uh, very dreadful the first couple weeks that I saw it, but I I, di- I wasn't ready to smash my TV or anything like that. It was a lot easier to watch, uh, basically. So. Uh, tough enough last night. John Cena making his television return and uh, look great. He will be fighting Seth Rollins now for the uh, for the title on uh, SummerSlam coming up. And this is a, what not this weekend, but next weekend, correct? Yeah, the twenty. Yeah, the twenty third. Title for title. Yeah. That's going to be a big weekend. Let me tell you something that, right oh now. Oh God, that is huge. You got the NXT show on Saturday, which by the way they have sold out Barclays. Oh yeah, easily. So. This this is the thing. Thir- 12 13,000 plus for NXT at Barclays. That's Are, huge. That's going to be like the biggest room of smarks this planet has ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Everybody, everybody everybody wants to know what the uh the IWC is composed of. It's there. It's the Barclays Center that weekend. The New York the Market. Stamp. Yeah, the New York right, Market. Be, right, and especially on the 21st you got Ring of Honor in Philadelphia. At the ECW Arena. Right, right. And then I think they're doing a show in Brooklyn also on the 22nd. The Field of Honor show, yep. Yep, the Field of Honor show from MCU Park. So SummerSlam, we got another week away for that, another two weeks away from that. Uh, I'm I'm not, I'm going to flat out tell you, I've already taken off work the Monday after because I know that oh, man. it's just going to be a long show. And so for me, I just need to take off Monday and just be able to recoup and recover and... Yeah, just just have just have a day where you can decompress and just get your mind right for Tuesday. Yeah, and I think I think probably I've been thinking about this strongly. 
But I've been thinking that I'll probably do a live show after SummerSlam. I'm, I'm considering it. If I run solo, it's fine. But I, I'm thinking about doing a show um, after SummerSlam. I'm strongly, strongly considering it. We got a guy. We got a guy here in the chat who says he's going to go to the NXT show on August twenty second. I hope you have a good time, sir or ma'am. I can't see the uh, avatar there. It's so small on that screen. It uh, is. But I, I think uh, I, I hope you. Ha- I hope you enjoy it because I wanted to go. Uh, but I'm getting married next month, so every every penny is tight. So uh, you know we're getting ready for that. I'm not able to go up to New York, although I really really want to. If anybody wants to donate some money, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, it should be a good time though uh, for anybody going. Uh, Mark, Mark, that's the guy. There you go. I I can see the type uh, pretty well uh, from where the uh, phone is positioned away from my whole console here. Um, anyway, so yes, we are. Uh, we're ready for SummerSlam. We're ready for NXT Takeover in Brooklyn. Should be uh, should be a hell of a time, Chris. Yes, sir. Oh, it's it's, it's an awesome weekend. And also on the twenty first and twenty second, I'm going to uh, St. Louis Anarchy. There you go. Checking that out, huh? I may I may try to hook up the Periscope while I'm there. You should. You should. Uh, I, gotta, I, need to, I think it's a must. We got a person mentioning here in the uh, in the chat about uh, Wembley Stadium. Let me tell you something right now. Oh, man. Let me tell you something right now. They, they could sell out Wembley easily. I mean, even with the current product the way it is, they could sell it out. Ooh. I have no doubt in my mind. If they if they do a combo NXT WWE show, they, they could pack. And especially with the fans over there, they're more rabid, I think. Yeah. They will sell that place out. I would love to genuinely see... Um, I don't even know if it's got to be a pay-per-view, although, you know, if it's just like an NXT... or not, I'm sorry, not NXT, but... Like some kind of like network event, like Beast in the East. Yeah, like the different Tokyo show. I would love to see that and broadcast it live on the network. But do it in Wembley Stadium. I mean, my God, they did SummerSlam and they never did it again in Wembley Stadium, to the best of my knowledge, at least on live TV. Not that I remember. And I don't even think the original SummerSlam. I don't even think that was live. I think it was taped play by a day or two or something like that, if I remember correctly. Um, but I would love to see them go back to the England that market in a stadium setting with those fans, I think it would be uh, insane. Uh, oh, that'd be nuts. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's it's one of those things where they could do it, I think, with, without a problem at all. No, no it, yeah, it's a non-issue. Yeah. A non-issue, you say. Uh, one thing I want to bring up quickly, uh, and we'll go into Raw, we can talk about the, the G1, get your update on that. I want to just quickly mention this this uh, Triple Mania show that I attempted to watch on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, I, I kept seeing all kinds of stuff about it. Well, I, I went through a whole bunch of crap trying to get this show. Now, oh, no. first of all, it, it was on regular pay-per-view on Sunday without a problem. Uh, you know, in terms of it, it was on pay-per-view, people could order it very easily. It's not like uh, the iPay-per-views and stuff like that, which sometimes those can kind of be very tedious. I had to order the iPay-per-view because I had, I have cable again, but I have TiVo, and you can't get pay-per-view through TiVo. It's like a cable card authentication. Okay, that's way inside baseball. That's that's something for, like, your hardcore tech show on Fridays. Exactly. Uh, But it's something with, like, cable cards and authentication. You can't do it. And so I had to order the iPay-Per-View. Okay, no problem. 19 bucks uh, for this iPay-Per-View, Triple Mania 23. And, you know, I was like, okay, you know, let me check this thing out. Let me see what it's all about. And the whole time, I'm just I'm just laying there bored out of my mind, not because these guys weren't, you know, wrestling and trying to put on the best show, but the commentary was all screwed up and, you know, the video was choppy from time to time, and it just took me out of the whole thing. Oh, that's that sucks. I was it, it Matt, Matt was it Matt Striker and uh, Hugo Savinovich. That's it. Yeah, I was drawing a blank, but I knew Matt Striker. Normally, Matt Striker's great. I know you look at Lucha Underground, you look at Wrestle Kingdom Nine, and Matt Striker is fine. Yeah, um, and House of Hardcore, he does great. There's some people that don't like him, but I like. Him. I think he's fine. And for some reason, this show, it just didn't work. And I don't know if it's the technical problems that was throwing them off. Maybe it was. I don't know. But I just, it, it, it wasn't working for me. They could not fix this stuff. I think they finally fixed it 
by you know towards the end of the show, and I was already punched out at that point. I turned it off and, and requested a refund. That's a shame. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was just. It was just a damn shame. You know, maybe the main event or the double main event, I guess it is, was fine, but I didn't see it. I'm sorry. I I, I had to punch <laughs> out. If I if I cannot get this thing to work and have these guys explain to me, look, I, I've always made it perfectly clear. You know, I'm the kind of guy where I focused a lot on WWE and I know a little bit of TNA, the Lucha Underground, the New Japan, the Ring of Honor, all that stuff is kind of new to me. I'm very much casual on that end of the spectrum. That's more your wheelhouse. It is. I've always made that very clear. I've never hidden from it. I've never pretended to be an expert yeah. about it. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's no surprise. But Not for me, enough. if I don't have these guys explain to me what's going on, the purpose of these matches, I'm out. Right. And that, you that's, where you get, that's where you get a guy like JR who did the Wrestle Kingdom 9 show, Wrestle Kingdom 9, and telling the stories, giving you background on all of these guys. So you are totally in the dark. Right. And I'm and I have no doubt in my mind that Hugo and Matt were trying to do that, but I could not I couldn't hear it. I could I could, <laughs> there was no way I could understand what the hell they were trying to say because they just had so many problems and I'm just trying to think of myself. It's like, what do you need to make this work? Like I've never produced a television show or pay-per-view let alone, but I imagine it's you film it, you mix in your audio, and you send the signal to your satellite, and boom, off you go. Um, I would imagine that's how it works. Chris, we do a live internet program. We're on Periscope. We're on, uh, you know, live streaming our own radio station. We have our own yes. station. Our own network. Our own network, if you will. And it's not nine ninety nine. It No, it's free. Yeah. And I just, you know, I got to think, how hard can it be to get some good audio through the mix? To send it through to your to your broadcast, it looks like they had some kind of a a, a a mic box or something. I don't know if it's an amp or what the hell it was that just was not working. But I'm like, man, you gotta have like one or two backups for that kind of thing. Right? Yeah. If if you if you have a bad if you know you're gonna you know this is your go live show, yeah. you're gonna try to have all your bases covered. This was the first AAA show on pay per view in North America since what when worlds collide like 20 years ago or something yeah, like that it wasn't i think wasn't uh court bauer behind this one he was i thought so and court bauer i mean this is the kind of guy he's on top of his stuff i mean he, he is man he's no sash he, he's he's done this before he he knows what he's doing court bauer could sell you freaking insurance that you don't need that's how that's how well this and, guy I and i would buy it and i would buy it if bauer selling it i give him credit where credit's due he's a, yeah. he says it on his twitter profile he's a hype man Yes, uh, that's that's true. <laughs> yes, it is. But it, it's one of these things where it's just you got to have your ducks in a row. You got to get everything to 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 work and figure it out, and then you can do it. I mean, it, and, then, and then at that point you have no problem. I don't know what happened here other than this voice box or whatever. Who knows? Matt Stryker, by the way, uh, I see you guys talking about him in the Periscope chat here. Matt Stryker, I interviewed him shortly after he got released, and. It was quite an, an interesting uh, interview. It made it made the rounds when it happened. This was like two years ago now. I yeah, believe. yeah, because it was right after he had just been released, like that week after. Since since there's interest in it, perhaps I will uh, locate it and re-release it, unless it's still online. In that I think, case, uh, I think that'd be a good idea because it is relevant right now. You know what? Yeah, we'll just we'll we'll uh, we'll repurpose it in our within our within our area. You know, we will do yeah. it. We'll do it here on on the through the wrestling informant rather than having some people dig up old websites and digging, searching through web pages and trying to find it and coming up short. So that was my that was my triple mania. Like I, I came on here and I was like, you know what? Sunday, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna order this triple mania because Chris has always given me crap that all I do is I talk WWE because well, <laughs> you know that's what I know. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna bring something that not not even he's up to on. I'm going to bring something to the table that not even Chris has got in his uh, area here. Not not my wheelhouse. Triple A is not my wheelhouse. And they screwed up this damn show. So, that or, sucks. Or tech I mean, problems would, screwed up the show. Yeah, and that sucks too because I'm sure, I'm sure if the tech problems had not been there, I'm sure it probably would have been a watchable show. Yeah. I, I have no doubt in my mind. I mean, it seems like the reviews are just... Filing in, people are saying this is quite frankly not the best uh, uh, AAA show they've seen, and that's just the way it is, basically. 
Yeah, that's a shame too. Yeah, because then you look at the car and you're thinking, wow, you got the the former Sincara, you got Rey Mysterio, Alberto Patron. You you, you think would you have thought names, it would have been. Yeah, you would think you got names like that on the show. Uh, Brian Cage. I mean, you would think that it would have been more than what was said on the uh, social networks. Yeah. So thumbs down, thumbs down, thumbs down. That's what I just. Ouch. That's what I gave him on the Periscope. Just gave that's what I saw. Down. I caught the thumbs down. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I did see Raw this week though, and I I do gotta say, um, this triple threat match, this uh, Randy Orton, uh, Kevin Owens, Cesaro match. Holy crap! Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> wow. exactly. And keep mashing them hearts. I'm watching you guys. Keep 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 on. Uh, Keep on a mashing. Yep. I think uh, Chase in the chat, he asked if Sin Cara can still be Sin Cara. No, he can't. The original Sin Cara is, what was it? Uh, he, uh, he, he's going under the name Mysticies. Mysticies, that's it. Yes. Yeah, so uh, the guy that was, uh, 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 who is it? Unico. Unico is now Sin Cara. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Make sure we clear that up because we want to avoid any Sin Cara confusion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, so you okay? Got, so the triple threat. You got you got the triple threat match. This match, I enjoyed the hell out of oh, this thing. Man, this is this was awesome. It was incredible. It was so much fun to watch. Yeah, I know. I know people were losing their minds because Cesaro or Kevin Owens did not win. But I mean, these guys got their oh, own thing going right now. And right. You, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're gonna have their they're gonna have their own thing. You you could very well have inserted another guy in there but it just it, it is what it is they're going to go with the guy they know they're going to go with uh with Randy Orton you know that's that's the guy they oh. know that's the guy they they believe in and trust he's been around forever um you know he's got the thing with Sheamus so they could write in something where you know uh, Sheamus comes down and and interrupts the match at the end and all that stuff and it, right and especially now that he's got the money in the bank contract yeah yeah, Randy Orton trying to spoil every attempt. It seems like they do that every year. They just have new guys, and they're trying to do the same thing, where you got one guy trying to cash in, and then another guy interrupting every time. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's pretty it's pretty much how it goes. What you said there is exactly yeah, how how it goes. <laughs> that's become the money in the bank template for the last couple of years. But I really loved. I mean, I really really loved the um, the triple threat, man. I mean, it's just it, it was a high spot of Raw. I thought this show in general was not terrible. I mean, I, I was able to sit through it and watch it. I did. Yeah, once, once they got through the opening segment, it was okay. I, I wasn't sitting there looking at my clock every two seconds and saying, Jesus Christ, is this show over yet or not? It wasn't that show, It wasn't that kind of show for me. So, and for, for me, I'm just like, you know, I, I can watch this show. It's all right. They have the Stardust and the Stephen Amell thing. That was pretty cool. Daniel uh, Bryan, Daniel Bryan, and 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 I thought go to go into this uh, Stardust Stephen Amell thing. I, I thought this Stephen Amell guy looked pretty damn credible to me. Hey, he did. Man, <laughs> as soon as he hopped the rail and then hopped the, I'm like, oh my god. I have no idea what this guy's scene is. Like, I the, whatever show he's on, I don't watch it. The Green Arrow or whatever he's uh, called. He, yeah, I don't watch it either. I don't watch it. It's not that I don't like it. I just I don't know anything about it, so I, I haven't watched it. Maybe I should go and watch an episode or two, perhaps. But I mean, when this guy got in the ring, he looked pretty credible to me. Yeah, in shape and can work a little bit. And yeah. What I really liked was the backstage segment with Triple uh, H. Yeah. Uh huh. And it made perfect sense. It was something to where, um they just made it make sense and be believable. He's like, look, I'll sign whatever you want me to sign. You tell your lawyers, whatever you want me to sign, I'll sign it. Just get me in the ring. And Triple H is, you know, kind of doing that message you're trying to send that, you know, the WWE superstars are unique people and, and no one can emulate these guys and all this stuff. And right. And once you get on the ring, it's on you. Exactly. Yeah, you're, you're on your own, basically. It's on, it's on your own tab. And, yep. and, and, but basically, the way they did it, I just I did like how he is. Like, I'll sign whatever you want. And Triple H said, "Okay, I, w- <laughs> I want to sign by tomorrow morning, and uh, that's it. That's it. 
Oh, oh God! Somebody, somebody's losing their mind at me here in the in the uh, Periscope here. Oh, Are Arrow? you two kidding me? Arrow is awesome. Hulu season one now. I've got Hulu. Hold on. Uh, don't shoot me, dude. Don't shoot me. Oh, Jesus Christ! This guy, this guy's getting heat with me. He's in my face. He's up all in your face with the all caps. <laughs> with the all caps, you know, th- there's a difference between somebody typing at you and hitting the all caps on you. I mean, they're yeah. coming at you with the heat. They're bringing the heat. They're up right in your face, nose to nose. That's it, man. <laughs> I need to. All right, I'll, I I will note it down. I have Hulu. I will check it out. <laughs> it's worse than a contract signing. There you go. Yeah, you flip the table over. <laughs> nope. Yeah. You you remember that? You remember that ridiculous? Uh, oh God, who was it? John Cena and Bobby Lashley. They had the podiums. Oh yeah. I thought that was crazy, and uh, they flipped over the podium, and uh, it was just it, it was really crazy. That I I remember that whole I. I'm trying to remember that whole thing where they had this, they had like this whole feud. And um, I just remember somebody, there, there was, it was like a famous gif of the Bobby Lashley thrown over the podium or something. I just remember that. But yeah, that's, that's kind of <laughs> like what it's like. You throw over the podium and then you get right in somebody's face, nose to nose. So there you go. Um, anything else about this Raw show that, uh, I mean, don't even get me started on these damn divas. Don't even get oh, me started the there. <laughs> The revolution. Eva's revolution. Oh, and it's a uh, team. Uh, what was the team? Uh, PCB. PCB. You mean to tell me? I was, that thinking, that, man, I was thinking the letters. I'm like P, uh, PCP, PCU. What is it? <laughs> you mean to tell me that they didn't look this up online? They didn't do their due diligence, their homework. You know, they yeah. they talked about. Um, oh, who was it? Triple H on the on the Austin podcast. Well. We don't want our daughters to grow up in Google China. Right. And and mind you, it's okay for millions of people to Google submission sorority, right? Exactly. Yeah, you Google that, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, my gosh, we can't be affiliated with that. Change the name right away. Yeah. And then they had something where the porno company that has that name or has that website, like, yeah, out to Vince. <laughs> they came out and thanked them for it. <laughs> I thought that was funny as hell. That was, that was awesome. I, I'm just, for me... I'm just I, I'm I don't know I'm I'm not into this uh, this revolution. We talked about it last week a little bit, and I should clarify because I think I confused some people. I love the fact that these divas are coming up from NXT. I love it. I love the fact that they're in there, getting more time. Yep. Uh, you know these women have been time. called they're, up. They're, yeah, they're getting at least 12, 15 minutes a match. But the whole thing is, is the commentators telling us, oh, it's a revolution. It's a revolution. Oh, my God. This is a man. It, it all seems so manufactured to me. Like, they keep telling us how awesome it is, but they're not showing us. Uh, I went into this whole thing last week. Like, you know, we talked about Ronda Rousey and, and the fame she's got. She's headlining pay-per-view shows. This woman... Is headlining pay-per-views, people are buying them by the by the, the hundreds of thousands. Right, and just the media exposure alone from appearances, their social media blows up, just all of this. I said this two years ago. I think the WWE is missing out on an opportunity on on trying to find a way. Not, I mean, not directly copying Ronda Rousey, but but having that just like just like how the 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 males. They, there's their top guys. There's the obvious top guys. Right. They're leading the company. The females need to do the same thing. There needs to be that one woman that stands head and shoulders above the rest. I do believe there is one day where there will be a woman who can headline, you know, a pay-per-view. Yeah. Maybe not WrestleMania. But a pay-per-view. Because I don't think that Vince would allow that. I'm sure Vince is not going to go for that. But no way. Uh, a pay-per-view, certainly. I mean, it's been done on Raw before. What was it? Uh, Trish Stratus and Lita, right? Didn't they? Yeah. Didn't they, they, a, a, a Raw? Yep, they headlined a Raw for the title. For the title. There you go. It can be done. That's my point. But at that time, you had the right girls in the right place. Right. They were your obvious top top of the top of the uh, card. Right. They're the top of the division, top of the women's division. No one's going to buy the Bella Twins in that spot. Absolutely not. God no, I'm not. 
Could it be anyone else who's in the uh, you know the the divas division right now? Maybe, perhaps. But I just don't know. It's just you know it's it's like well they got to be on total divas and they got to be this and they got to be that. Um. Somebody at Periscope says Vince would have me locked in a closet first. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Throw some hearts out for that guy. That's funny. Yep. I just I I just think that um. They can they can find a way to do it, but I don't think they want to do it. And if there's a discipline to do it. I mean, you would have to invest three to six months at the very least re-educating your entire audience that these women are more than what they put them out there to be. And oh, these yeah. longer matches, just having them in longer matches, I don't think is enough, quite frankly. Uh, having them in these these little stables, these these stable groups of three, and there's three stables. I don't like all that. It just lumps them in with people. And not to mention at SummerSlam, it's the was it the, the three team elimination match? Exactly. They're just they're that's just throwing them off. That's a hot mess. I mean, from a, from a, a paying standpoint, okay, we're getting them all on the show. We're getting them, uh, you know, some money, but. <laughs> Just for the sake of doing that, I don't like that. There should uh, be a definitive top star in that division, and it's not Nikki Bella, believe it or not. Not even close. There needs uh, to be a woman that comes in and destroys everyone. Seriously. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Somebody in Periscope echoed my sentiment from last week and said Charlotte. Charlotte could be the one. I think she could be. It's very possible, and I would agree with that. No, awesome, not awesome Kong. Awesome not Kong awesome. could have been the one. She could have. Karma, Awesome yeah. Kong, Karma, whatever you want to call. I she's always Kong to me, but Oh yeah, Awesome Kong. She could have been that one, but she doesn't fit that mold. They're not going to put her in that spot. She's not, you know, blonde or brunette and weighs less than 100 pounds. It, it, it you know, that does not fit their, you know, their dynamic. And I, I think that you know, somebody brings in China here. And you look at like a China and a Sable, and I almost think that those two screwed it up for everybody else because there was a time where those two were, uh, you know, big, huge stars. Mega stars. Mega stars. And what happened? They begged for more money. Well, China, she got kind of screwed out on the deal because the guy she was sleeping with slept with the boss's daughter. And, well, you know how that story goes. We don't need right. to go down that road. No, not at all. But these women, they they got over huge and said, you know what? We're worth more money. And I believe, yes, they were worth that money, but they weren't going to pay them that money because they didn't, they, they don't view them like that. I don't right. think they view them like that. No. And then even from that, from Sable, you fast forward a little bit, not too much further. Cause they're all in that same era. You have your Lita, your Trish. I mean, all of these divas, I don't even think they made the money that that a China or a Sable made. I think that's insane. China or Sable came in, they tried to demand the bigger money. I don't know how much they actually got. I, I never looked at their contracts, quite frankly. But uh, oh, you know, and then of course they got Playboy money. Playboy money too. But I'm willing to bet you it's nowhere near. I mean, it's probably way higher. You know, Le- uh, Trish and Lita. Theirs is probably nowhere near what Ch- what uh, Sa- uh, China and Sable. Trying to mix the words together there. It's nowhere near what they made. I would I would bet money on that. Seriously. I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable, man. And I just don't think at this day and age, I don't think that they want to put another woman in that spot. And I think that's why they're doing it the way they're doing it. It's we got to keep everybody the same in terms of their spot on the card and I mean, yeah they'll have their different characters but we got to make everybody pretty much on the same level and that's it you got the natalia she could have been huge I and mean, my god she's talented as hell came yeah, from the heart family she's right there with her husband too they're the same types that could get pushed higher and higher yeah i mean that could have been that could have been a thing because I would love to see, hopefully, because, you know, we all know Tyson Kidd had that crazy neck surgery. Yeah. And hopefully he comes back. I'm hoping. Hopefully it didn't totally screw him up. But he was a guy that was on the rise, you know, even teaming with Cesaro. 
Oh yeah. This stock was going up, and the Titan stock could have gone up. But no. It was going way up. Ooh. Get that. I'll tell you what I want to see go up even more is these damn hearts. Mash these things. What's going on? Yeah, let's 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 get some heart attacks going. You guys are slowing down on me. Come on now. There's no limit. That to my tap, 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 tap. There you go. I have to step in and start tapping myself. <laughs> there you go. Get in there, Chris. Tap away, man. Give it a little tap. A little tap, tap, tap-a-roo. <laughs> I do want to thank everybody. Just for a second, I want to break away and thank everybody that has followed us on there because we are nearing 300 followers. That is awesome. And I do I do really That's appreciate so that. Um, okay. Let's talk about... Uh, mm, let's see. Where do you go from there? Because I went on this whole Divas rant. Oh, now I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, I got something. Okay, shoot. It's about the New Day. <laughs> what, do, what do you want to talk about the New Day for? It's so fun. I mean, they're probably one of the most, the most entertaining thing on TV right now. I, I have no doubt in my mind about that. Tell me, give me your thoughts on the New Day. Well, ever since they, I don't know, they're just starting to grow on me. And all of these crazy entrances and Kofi skipping down and clapping and Big E dancing now. But this is what it, they've been doing. But now it's start because they're doing more and more of it. It's starting to grow on me. So you're saying before you weren't down with them, but now all of a sudden you're all in. Well, I was. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, ha ha ha. I was very cynical. You're getting then, some. You're getting some heat in the Periscope here, by the way. New day sucks. I I know I will. <laughs> I know I was gonna get some heat on that. <laughs> I love it, man. And then I sent out a tweet. Uh, I sent out a pretty funny tweet uh, on Monday night. I said. Uh, we should have Carl Anderson and Big E in a dance-off. Yeah. <laughs> Carl. Oh, man, that would be... Yeah, there's this gif out there of uh, Carl Anderson uh, dancing with Maria Kanellis in the ring. And it made me think of that. I thought that was funny. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll, have to, uh, I'll have to give it a look here. Here's something I do want to bring up, though. Let me let me talk to you here and talk to the people on Periscope and listening to the podcast. Okay. There is an interview that's out there now that uh, Roman Reigns did with Brian Fritz of SportingNews.com. Have you read this yet? I have not. Oh, my God, man. you got to check this thing out. Well, I think I do. You've got to check this thing out, and I'll tell you why. Because Roman Reigns is, uh, you know, I, I guess you would say he's a little bit bitter about how, the, how this year went a little bit. Ooh. He's, uh, he's, he, he was asked about social media and talking about how, um, you know, it, social media giving the audience more of an opportunity to be closer to celebrities and have their voice be heard. And he asked him, what was it like earlier this year when the crowd response was what it was and some people were coming down hard on you? This is what Roman Reigns said. It was kind of rough, to be honest. Someone my age, we didn't go through the internet like how it is now. When I was a kid, I was outside sweating and running around. Me and the Usos were tearing up the yard or doing schoolwork or doing yard work for that matter. We didn't have all these video games and these social media outlets. Now, first of all, can I just break in here? Oh, yeah. Roman oh. Reigns is younger than you and me. Right. He, and I still, know yeah. your ass had video games, fool. I oh, know yeah. you had video games. Don't even try to bullcrap me like that, buddy. I know you had the video games. Okay, he's not Harley Race. Okay. <laughs> the way he's talking, it's like he comes from like the 70s or the 80s. I mean, come on. <laughs> Don't give me that, dude. You're younger than me, and yeah. I play video games. Yeah, he's not working the territories. He's not trying to get the NWA title. Oh, my God. He's not even that old. He said, there weren't even cameras on every single device that you could think of, so it's a little bit different. As an oh, adult, geez. I've always tried to be a good person my whole life, so I've made good friends, and I've always built great relationships and been friendly with people. I always think what you do, the others will, will come to you, and that's how I treat people. When you deal with an internet situation where all these people are attacking you for no real reason at all, you're just going out there trying to entertain them, trying to give them something to get outside of their life, to get outside of their reality and suspend disbelief uh, for them. And then for them to attack you for no real reason, it's like it, it was. It's not like I was trying to hurt anybody. I was just trying to do my thing, make my art the way I want it and have a good time and hopefully it reflects that. 
It's just one of those things that once it's opened up, it's eye-opening, it's shocking, it's hurtful, but it's just part of the world. Just like anything else, any other form of bullying. Oh, my God. He's throwing the word bullying around. Hold on. Let me me finish the quote here. Okay. Any form of bullying that the world's dealt with, we're going to get past it. Strong people are strong for a reason. They can hold that weight. God gave me broad shoulders because I can carry that load. It was shocking off at first, but it's a lot easier now for sure. This is what pisses me off. People throw this word bullying around like it's just any other word, willy-nilly, throwing it out there. People booing you in a in a building, people tweeting you, that's not bullying. Not even close. That's just fans being fans. Bullying is some snot-nosed little asshole at school who runs up to you, picking on you, calling you names, pushing you around, and all this stuff that's actually in your face. People online... That's not bullying. Come on. Oh. I'm I'm so sick of this word just being thrown around in the world today. It's just absolutely ridiculous. And for him to say this, this is a grown-ass man who is who's making probably just under a million dollars, if not a million dollars by this point. And for him to be complaining that he's being bullied. Are you kidding me? Not even close. Seriously, and then try to act like he's, you know, 40 or 50 years old where he didn't have video games. Dude, you are, I mean, come <laughs> on. I used to defend this guy. And, you know, I, I, I used to think, you know what, when he was off the WWE cameras, when he was, you know, doing interviews and and things of that nature, I always thought that, you know what, this guy maybe just misunderstood that, you know, creators wasn't finding the right stuff for him. But this is just absolutely insane. Uh, he, He's trying to come off by saying he was bullied. He was not bullied. That's just, that is a bunch of crap. That's what that is. And then, and then the follow-up question was, why do you think it was so vocal? Was it simply because you're not Daniel Bryan? What do you think it was? Here we go. Oh, here we go. I think he says, quote, I think, you know, it has a lot to do with how over Bryan is to this day. He's just a phenomenal performer. I think every everybody who's been in an arena, you don't even have to be in the ring with them. You have an appreciation for them. Even if you're not into him, you still have to appreciate him. And it was just the fact of what was happening. He is the most over guy we had. He was drawing people and they loved him. And the whole yes movement was on fire. But at the same time, as a company, you have to continue to build other stars and build a future. Huh. Uh, I'm not a believer that it's just one guy. I believe in the team. I believe in having a great cast of good people and strong men around us to maximize the product. It can't just be one person. I think it was a combination of me not being Brian and just the in- and just the internet thing. Like all the cool kids were banning against the jock. Hold on. When when have you what? ever when have you ever known cool kids to go against a jock? Is not is it not typically the, Don't they the go with the jock? Is it yeah, isn't the jock normally like the cool kid? Yeah, the, the jock is the cool kid. What the what kind of planet does this guy live on? Oh my god. Uh, oh. Okay, let me finish this quote. I don't know. Okay. It was weird, but I just can't I it just came a cool thing to boo me and it still happens a little to this day. It blows my mind, but I'm still going and to keep grinding and getting better. Anybody that says I have not progressed and gotten a thousand percent better, you're lying. You're a bold faced liar. Oh Roman Reigns, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I I just don't uh I don't get it. That Hi. is a weird that is a weird Hi. Um I I just I just don't understand what kind of planet this guy lives on for him to think the way that he does. It just maybe maybe he's in a uh maybe he's in his own bubble. He's gotten in this WWE bubble and he just does not know how to snap out of this damn thing. Is is that what it is? Maybe because he I don't think he worked the indie circuits. I don't uh I don't think so. No, I think he went from football right to uh training to be a wrestler and right to FCW. There you go. So maybe the he Florida. just maybe he just doesn't get the whole thing. Snap into a slim gym, bam, there you go. Yeah, that uh, that says it right there. <laughs> I love it. Uh yeah, he's not uh he's not a guy who's who's come from the the indie circuit. He doesn't I just don't think he gets this whole thing. 
And for him to come out and just say, I'm being bull. I mean, come on. Do you see any other wrestler going out there and saying, oh, God, you know, I, I've been bullied. You know what most wrestlers say? Oh, I just blocked that guy. I just blocked that guy. I yeah, blocked I, out that guy. They don't worry about that stuff. That's or, the thing. Or they, or they go with it and just start going after him or, in, in a comical way. Or you're CM Punk and, and you just <laughs> fight with everybody on Twitter. Right. And, you know, you go, go block Frenzy and then you start fighting everybody. Or like Michael Bennett. Michael Bennett will go after him. Matt Hardy goes after him. Yeah. So it's just... <laughs> It's it's just one of these things where I, this guy he just doesn't get it, and I I, I got to tell you Roman you need to snap out of this dude because if you want to get over with these people this is not the way to do it. Um, maybe maybe he needs to go heal at some point. Maybe that's what he needs to do. What he even what he even make for a good heal? That's a good question. Uh, I don't know. I th- I think the fans would reject it. You really think so? You don't think it'd be like a rock thing where, you know, he goes heel and then people eventually start to like him. See, I don't I don't know that he can be I don't know that if he went heel he would say the right things to, you know, kind of get the people on his side. And granted, when you're a heel, that's not what you're supposed to do. Right. But Rock was able to do it somehow and then he ended up turning oh, face and everybody loves him. But th- that's kind of a special thing. I mean, even Stone Cold, he would when he went heel, people still loved him. Oh god, it was the worst thing they ever did for Stone Cold was uh turn on him or or turn him heel, I should say, because people wanted to cheer him and it didn't last long at all. I remember no. this. Uh-uh. Well, you remember the whole when Daniel Bryan joined the White family? How oh, long god. that lasted all of 2 weeks. They had to change course immediately. Right. Right, exactly. It, it just, was getting uh, out of hand. Some guys are just better at being heels and some guys are just natural faces. That's it. Where Roman Reigns falls in this is yet to be determined. Yeah, it's it's a big question mark. Yeah, so this interview, I don't think is going to do him any favors. <laughs> no. I would ask for a retraction immediately. Get rid of this. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I would say. That's exactly what I would say, is is get rid of this interview and, and try to pretend like it didn't happen. You couldn't do it, but I would say do that. So... All right, we got we got about a couple minutes. We got about ten minutes left or so. Talk to me a little bit about the uh, the G one climax. Where are you at with this thing? Where are they at with this thing? And let's get to it. I am. I am actually a couple of days behind on watching it. Oh, wait a minute. That the last two days, I still have to watch. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta tell you because I I have a problem with that. I gotta I gotta give you a. a a real yeah, buzzer. buzzer there, because I'm not cool with that. Nope. But uh, things are things are getting interesting, especially at the top of the uh, standings. All right, and uh, real fast, uh, how would we think Cena would be as a heel? Uh, Cena as a heel, I don't think so. I would think he's already heel right now because half the people boo him already. But oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's been that way. I mean, uh, how, how many years? Uh, it's been a long time, but anyway, people, people have been booing him forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll see. We'll see. But go ahead, go ahead. The G one. What do you uh, got? We, we got at the top. We got AJ Styles right at the top of Block A. AJ Styles. I love that guy. He's AJ, awesome. Oh, he is twelve points. And Hiroshi Tanahashi. And if you're not familiar with Tanahashi, this guy is like a rock star over there. So these guys are at the top of the, uh, the list here. Yeah, they're at the top of Block A. Okay. Then the most points go to the champ. The Rainmaker has 14 points. Kazuchika Okada, he's got 14 points more than anybody. Wow. And he is the champion. So figure that one out. And then Shinsuke Nakamura has 12. Carl Anderson has 12. And Hiroki Goto has 12. So uh-huh. Block B's got more guys. They got the guys at the top with more points. But obviously the winner, because they're in the semifinals right now, Right, and the last day is the sixteenth. Those are the finals, and it's the uh, the leader of whoever wins block A will take on the winner of block B. All right, so where do you, where do you see it going? I mean, ultimately, throw throw in a little bit of your own opinion here. I mean, what do you think? Where do you think this is going? I see, I, man, I I could see Tanahashi and Nakamura in the finals. Okay. Yeah, the the A B the, the A B the absolute final to to win it all. I mean, I see Carl Anderson there too. Because he is really taking this tournament by storm. The machine gun. 
Wing God. And yeah, I, I see. I'm looking at these top four, and it could be any one of these top, or even top five. I can see these guys right there in the finals. I got to go with my man, AJ Styles, man. I, I, I love this guy. Nothing but love for the AJ Styles. Yep. And let's see, another guy that is really, I'm surprised because he was so strong, Kota Ibushi. He's only got six points, but he was having quite a showing there early on. And then after his loss to Bad Luck Fale, he just kind of tapered off. And uh, Michael Elgin. Michael Elgin has really made a strong showing. He, he looks like he's been there the whole time, like been wrestling in Japan. I, I just made a motion for people to mash hearts and nothing happened. <laughs> ah, boo. <laughs> that was a little bit embarrassing, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I just you had to point that out. Look at this, you know, what the hell? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Oh, uh, let's man. see. What else we uh, Yeah, so Michael Elgin. Michael he, he, Elgin. Where is he at? Because he had a crazy uh, summer last summer, uh, you know, with all this stuff that was going on. Where I mean, where is he at these days? I mean, what's going on with this guy? Uh, he's right back in the uh, Ring of Honor uh, title picture, but obviously now he's in, doing the thing in Japan with the G1. He's is, like right in the middle of the pack of the B block. I mean, is he is he being taken as a serious kind of threat? I mean, you know, is yeah. He... Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not okay. bullying anybody, by the way. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a little confusion there in uh, Periscope. I no. mean, but are they taking him like he's a serious guy? You know, what's, yeah, what's absolutely. The there? And they kind of kind of flip face. Like, all of a sudden, it's really weird. He flipped face. Yeah. They just love him in Japan, and everybody, and he's just embracing everything. Yeah. But, but And then the one guy I wish they would take more seriously, uh, Yujiro Takahashi. Takahashi. Yeah, he's the, the only Japanese member of the Bullet Club. I, I, these people are asking that I stop pointing at them, but I, I, have, a, I have a solution. I will have somebody else point it to you. Yep. There you go. I'll yeah, let him. He, he always comes out with a smoking hot girl, so he he gets points already. I would let you point. I would point at you. I am the oh, Iron oh, Sheik. Oh, 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 oh. oh no, you just got sheeted. You don't you don't mess with the legend. Oh no, I will point at you. Iron Sheik with the run in. Hopefully <laughs> a periscope, ladies there, and gentlemen. There's the Sheik. Let's take off his little his little headdress there. <laughs> Look at that mustache. Look how awesome that mustache is. Hey, that mustache rocks. And the boots are so detailed. I, I, I'm sorry. This, I know this is totally a video thing, but I want to make it a little extra special for the people who are actually watching us live. It's the benefit of Periscope. Yeah. Oh, wow. Holy cow, look at those boots. I know. Holy crap, that's I awesome. will put you in the camel clutch. And I really can't say anything else because this is supposed to be a PG show. <laughs> yeah, we can't go full Iron Sheik. We can go about 50% Iron Sheik. That's about the best I could do. That's pretty good. You will respect the legend, Madison Square Garden. Okay. <laughs> That's all I have for you today. <laughs> Anything else on the G1 for crying out loud? Uh, and let's see. Tomoaki Hanma finally got a win after, uh, uh, what, uh, 14 matches? 14 like matches, and he's finally getting a win? What's going on yeah, with this guy? How is he still around? I don't know. He he is he he went winless until uh, I think one of the last two shows. Wow. He went winless, but everybody was behind him. They wanted him to win. They tried to get this Honma Mania thing trending. Honma Mania. Yeah. It's, uh, that's quite interesting. Do I have a one two three kid? I do not. Oh. Uh, I do not have a one two three kid. Well, in this tournament, he's the G one Japanese jobber. I do have something, though. I'll show the guys. You keep talking about the G1. I got one more thing for the people here. All right, I got one more thing. And uh, if you guys do have NJPWWorld.com, go back. Recently, the, the match with Yuji Nagata and Michael Elgin was awesome. It was such it was such a great match. And all these matches are going like 15 minutes long. So the shows are like four hours. They're like, they're like three and a half to four hours. Four hours. That's a long show. And they're doing these things nearly every night or every couple yeah. days or something. Yeah, they'll they'll do like three or four days, and then they'll take off for two. But then they'll do like four straight. And these sh yeah, these shows because what they'll do is they'll do tag matches with yeah. the guys not in tournament matches. They'll do like three on three or just traditional tag matches. And then like halfway through, they'll take like intermission, and then they'll do the the A or B block matches. So yeah, it's like three and a half hours. That's a long ass show. I'm not even gonna lie. So it, trying to keep up with that it is a challenge. Showing um, the people here my belt. 
He, he got the big gold belt. So I'll, what, I'll tell you the quick story of this belt, and then we'll wrap the show because we are up against the clock. Outside interference will be next. This it. is the belt I got at the SummerSlam 2005 pay-per-view. We have, do have a lot of new viewers uh, this week on the Periscope and always new listeners. Um, I got this. I was sitting front row, SummerSlam 2005. If you go back and watch the show, I'm the crazy ass with the Hulk Hogan shirt behind Michael Cole and Taz. Yep, I, I remember it vividly. And I knew that I was front row, and I've always wanted a gold belt, but I've never had the money to get one. Well, coincidentally, I had money in my account that was already spoken for for other things, but at this time, my bank, they didn't post everything until, like, Monday morning. <laughs> okay. So I said, I'm going to buy this belt because I knew that I was going to be on live TV. So I overdrafted my bank account, and I think that's worth some hearts on Periscope and some follows. So follow us, Master Hearts, because Gary here overdrafted his bank account to buy this belt. And there you go. That's the story right there. I went up. I slid my card. It actually went through. I, I had a bet with my friend Sean. I said, there's no way that my card will get approved for this, but I'm going to try it anyway. And I did, and it got approved. And then wow. I told, and then I, but here's the thing about the bet. I told him that if mine got approved, he had to buy one too, and he did. He ended up buying one. So World we both got some gold belts. That's right, the big gold belt. Is that the? And that's the actual WWE version of it. This is the WWE version of it, and the person who was holding it at the time that I bought it was none other, none other than Batista. Also from Washington D.C. Also nice. from Washington D.C. And he was fighting that night, JBL. There is no plate on it. Uh, I used to have a blank plate on it, and then I just decided I didn't want the plate on it. I don't know why. And, and then that night was also the infamous Shawn Michaels-Hulk Hogan match. Oh, God, yes. There oh, man. Well, uh, what kind of a disaster was that? Well, at the time, I had no idea what the hell was going on. It just looked like a match. I was a little, I was a little market out to Hulk Hogan. That's all I was doing. Right, but with the benefit of hindsight. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, we need to wrap up. Outside Interference is next here on WrestlingInformer247.com. Again, one more time, if you missed any part of this show, and I agree, yes, Shawn Michaels uh, should have one. If you missed any part of this show, you can get our podcast on WrestlingInformer.com. You can get iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, all that stuff, and right here on Periscope. Follow, like, all that stuff, Master Hearts, all this good stuff. Yep. Check us out. Follow everything we got going on. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. It's what we do every week. We have a show. We're here. Uh, Chris, uh, tell people where they can find you on the Twitter. Chris McManamy on the Twitter and on Periscope. And I am at PW Informant. Follow me here on Periscope and on Twitter. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Wrestling Informant 24-7 WrestlingInformant.com